You may not have time for holy rollers, but I hope you'll have time to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. That's right, it's time for another brand new episode of Cover Me, the only podcast that talks about popular songs and all the many cover versions of them and says, maybe one of these is the best, but probably not. Let's find out. Let's. I'm your host, Jake Cressy, joined as always by my unreliable co-host... Alex Mildenberger. Oh, all down. <laughs> hey. All down on air. And that third voice you're hearing is our second guest in history. In the history of Cover Me, I am the second guest. Second guest. You're following guest. The, the prestigious footsteps uh, of Steve Reynolds. That's right. <laughs> That's right. In the studios with, with us now is Ruby Swan. Hi. What's going on? What's going on, Ruby Swan? <laughs> that should be the name of my first album. There you go. Uh, nothing's going on. I'm. Uh, thanks for having me here. I'm really excited to be here and talk to you about. Um, thanks for having cover us. Cover song. Yeah. Thanks for letting us bring the studio to. Yeah, that's the kind of the first point we're going to get into. We're really more so talking about remixes on this one. The song we're talking Ooh. about, of course, is Inside Out by Spoon. If you didn't catch that from my super great joke at the beginning. It was good. I, I didn't know you were going to do it. It took me by surprise. I liked Thank it. Thank you. Hey, I'm yeah. trying, that's trying to be the new thing. Cool. I think cool, we cool, instigated cool. on the Boys of Summer episode, so if you haven't listened to that one yet, that's... It's one of our stronger starts. episodes. There awesome. aren't very many episodes, though. I think it's the best though. episode. Until this one comes well, this, out. Obviously. We don't know what this one's going to be like. <laughs> it's already gold. So, yeah. One of the reasons we actually brought you on is because you have a little experience doing mashups and things under your, yeah. uh, your moniker. Well, currently... Does Glitter Ghost also do that, or Glitter Ghost is yeah sample and loop based uh, okay. music. So yeah, kind of a mash mashup or plunderphonics, bastard pop, whatever you want to call it. Um, Both yeah, great names. Bastard <laughs> pop is a great name, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, I really like that. Um, yeah, it's a little bit. I used to do more like strict mashups. Um, you can find those on SoundCloud under "She Did the Mash." Um, so those are just you know two songs put together. But now I'm trying to do some more experimental stuff where I'm layering pieces of different songs together and borrowing lyrics and adding my own vocals as well. So yeah, yeah. in your professional opinion, being the, yeah. having the most work in this, are remixes covers or are they something completely different? Oh man, that's a good question. Um, they're definitely like on the same continuum as a cover, mm-hmm. right? So it really depends because some people, when they make remixes, they're not um, necessarily adding anything new or original to what's going on. And I think maybe, you know, the idea of a cover is that you are, I don't know, like you have to play all of the the parts again and right. make them your own? I really don't know. Actually, you guys are supposed to be the experts on covers. I would argue that, like, well, we're experts on covers, but maybe not yeah. remixes until yeah. we can include them in the mix. Mm. But I'm thinking, like, with covers, a lot of them you get are just a straight play of the song. So yes, it, that's there's true. almost a lack of originality in that that I think kind of puts it on that same level as a remix. Right, but a remix, I guess, in, uh, in its purest or best form is a reimagination mm-hmm. of that song. I mean, some remixes are really just like they throw down a techno beat and they extend it and you can dance to it in a club, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but some of the ones that we're looking at today, I think, kind of really brought a different flavor to what that original piece looked like. So, yeah, I guess in that sense, there is probably more creativity involved. I don't know. Take you get a hot take on this? Yeah, well, not, uh, not to, like spicy hot but like <laughs> i think we're just gonna see a lot of or maybe not but there's definitely cases of like taking the vocals and completely replacing everything else versus like using mm. a lot of what's already there and maybe adding a little bit extra in so yeah it, I, it's kind of a continuum 
It's a there's mixed a lot bag. Of, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different stuff. I guess in, it's it's an interpretive it art, right? But yeah. In both senses, it's an inter- interpretive art. So I have a theater background, and when we look at, um, we talk about actors as being interpretive artists because they're taking somebody else's text and then, you know, um, interpreting something out of that. And I, I guess I guess covers and remixes are in that same kind of category, right? Yeah. Where you're taking somebody's original text and throwing your own flavor on it. I mean, isn't a remix really just a cover except you just use digital instruments? In, a w- in some sense. There's, I, mean, I mean, there's a lot yeah. of versions of remixes, like you said, the extended mixes. We actually talked about these a bit on last week's episode. We did. Okay. Talking up. about Get Lucky oh, by yeah. Daft okay. Punk. And yeah. so they, they do their own extended mix that's 10 minutes long, and it's just, it's just longer and has mm-hmm. more instrumental bits. But it's gotcha. still called a remix. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, the first copy of Queen 2 I got was, it had like remixed version of whatever song mm-hmm. on it, but it was just like, they just put a shitty different drum beat over it. So I guess it maybe very the difference remix. is that like a <laughs> remix, you can remix your own stuff as an artist, and it's not a cover. Well, you that's can't true. cover your own work, but you can remix no, it. No, you can remix it. Yeah. Mm. Remix, remaster. Well, that sounds re-release. plausible to me. Yeah. Although, although I'm going to throw this out, like... When, like, Paul McCartney plays a Beatles song cover? Oh! Or is that a remix? Because he's still in the like, original <laughs> instruments. Uh, and he's, like, putting in different ones. Does he do that? Sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like, there's, there's, like, I feel like Wings Over America or something like that. I believe has, like, a cover of, like, Lady Madonna on it. And I think he plays Blackbird. He definitely plays Bluebird. I think it's a cover. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, yeah. Oh, no, we well, should put that out to your audience. Um, yeah, put that out to the audience. Yeah, Somebody have a good, with good hashtag for this. Contact us. Oh, God. H- hit us with the hashtag, <laughs> Paul McCover Me, if you think it's a cover. <laughs> or Paul... Or, or McRemix Me. Just, just wait either way. Just, yeah, on Paul McCover Me. <laughs> That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Let us know. I, I, we do these ever. Nobody's ever going to fucking tweet at us. Well, not Yet. right now. But, we have to uh, cultivate a following. That's correct. That's All what right. we're here for. So this let's talk. Let's let's get into our first like uh, uh, band here. Please. The, the original. The rather. original band. Spoon. Uh, Spoon. Who's uh, they're they're as old as I am. The the band anyway was yeah. formed oh, in yeah, 1993. Born in 1993. <laughs> like last time, the one group all the members were as old as we are. Oh yeah. Now no, this band this is time, as old as no, we are. This time's just the band. So um, you're saying before we got recording that you have a funny story about Spoon. Oh man. Is that correct? I do have a funny oh. story about Spoon. I can't believe you thought that I was serious. Okay, I have a confession actually. Is what I have. So this song comes from their, is it the 2014 album? Yeah, the 2014 album, I Want My Soul. I Want My Soul. Yeah, so they went on a tour after that in 2015. In fact, uh, when I watched the music video to do research for this, it was still advertising that tour to me, um, which is funny because, yeah, that happened three years ago. I uh, was in attendance at this concert, so I actually flew to Vancouver um, to go and see this concert, but I did not listen to Spoon. Um, I actually went to the concert concert to see future islands because they were opening for spoon and i left afterwards you left afterwards you could have heard this yeah. song i could have heard, heard this song you could have heard a I, remix of this song well 
I could have heard a live version of the song. Oh, yeah. man, our live versions, remixes, or covers. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Way in. Man. Okay, no. <laughs> but, yeah, I uh, I didn't think I'd like them, or, like, I didn't really know. And also, like, um, the person that I was there with, we were like, well, do we stay for Spoon and, like, find out if we like them, or do we go get ramen? And we were like, let's go get ramen. So, um, yeah, but after listening to the song, I'm like, I think I might have missed out, so... Yeah, if you were at that concert in 2015, uh, so let had, me know on Twitter. <laughs> just this is just going to be my bit. You had such <laughs> disdain. No, no, hashtag Spooncouver. Spooncouver. You, you had such disdain for the band Spoon that you went and got soup that you eat without a spoon? That's exactly it. Gross. Wow. 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 I honestly think that the name Spoon like turns me off a little bit. Like I was like Spoon, that sounds lame and I'm I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm well, even wrong. the the origin of their name here. Let me see if I wrote this down cuz it's based off like some some German avant-garde band's most famous song. Oh, really? Yeah, the band is I have Ah, here we go. The name Spoon was chosen to honor the 1970s German avant-garde band Can, whose hit song Spoon was the theme song to the 1985 movie Das Messer, aka Jagged Edge in the United States. Wow, I don't know any of those things. I know. That's <laughs> deep cut, y'all. I, I just ripped that from Wikipedia because I was like, there's no way I'm going to remember all this. Totally. Totally. But yeah, that's where the name comes from. It's pretty, it's pretty innocuous as far as names go. It doesn't give me any suggestion about what that, um, what they their like sound is going to be like, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I just, you know, I misjudged. I do that, though. I guess, well, especially with one word oh. band names, you got oh. to have something that defines you pretty quick. Yeah. That's why if you got a name like Jagged or like Death, you know, something that can be spelt in like, like scary font. Yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. boom. You're like, okay, I, I get a sense of what this is. Yeah. And Alex, you're looking at. Yeah, I'm watching the music video. I forgot to watch you're, it before. Oh, God you're watching. Damn it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Alex. Don't ask for a lot. Did you at least listen to the DJ Quick version? Oh, I listened to the DJ Quick okay, version. All right. Okay. It was close, though. That's actually the first version I ever heard of this song. So. Okay, so let's. Can we talk about the song? Yes, now? let's please. Okay, so I'm gonna say, no. when I saw that Future Islands was opening for Spoon and not knowing anything about Spoon, I was like, I don't get why they're opening for them. Listening to this song, um, and especially those harpsichord bits, I was like, oh, I get why they opened for them. Oh yeah. Because um, those harpsichord bits, which. Um, Listening to them talk about the production of that on uh, Song Exploder. Song Exploder. Yeah, it was really interesting. That that was something that was really special because that was my favorite part. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, they definitely they have those harpsichord bits, except especially the second one has like a very Future Islands kind of a feel to it for for me. It's reminiscent, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's got this phenomenal use of like decay and like delay in it, where it's like kind of goes all over the place. You can kind of see it move almost. Absolutely. Yeah. It's very, um, it's very dreamy. Yeah. That's like essentially, especially based off the music video too. And even like the lyrics, like everything about the song is very dreamy. Yeah. Do we want to get into the, into the like lyrical meanings or do we want to save that? Let's do a little lyrical dissection. Cause I think I might be fucking lost on this one. Honestly, There are a few things I couldn't really put together. Uh, Yeah. For the longest time. I didn't know half the lines, right? Yeah, I had to look up the lyrics. I, 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 because he says time gets distorted when I thought he said time gets to start again. Yeah, I thought so too. Actually, that's exactly what I. Yeah. And then there's intense gravity. I thought he said visit its gravity. Yeah. Which I don't know what that would mean. um... But uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of lyrics that were different. Okay. From what I, I thought, I, uh, but uh, for basically, for the most part, I'm hearing like a, 
It's like a time dilation thing going on, Mm -hmm. making this the second song about time dilation that I know of. I'm sure there's plenty more, but um, and then the other one is uh, 39 by Queen because it's about space travel and like about the year 2039. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but um, and like the gravity created by I assume another person that he was orbiting. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of cheating and like looking at uh, like genius right now. (laughs) Okay, I didn't. Look into that. I I just got it up right now. I, I should have looked at this earlier. So it it claims it's an extended metaphor used to draw a comparison between his emotional attraction to the girl and the physical attraction of gravity. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I got that. That's wow. pr- that's deep. I, I, but uh, on top of that, uh, obviously the 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 idea that time isn't feeling real, kind of then moving in past that and saying like because of this strong gravity now i'm experiencing time differently and everything feels weird oops everything feels weird because of that effect because of this this i guess desire uh, attraction mm-hmm. and the other thing that i found you have to have to let me know what you thought some of the song to me felt like it was almost kind of out of order like there were lines that would come up in the beginning and then they'd come up again in the end in like a similar location but surrounded by different stuff so i think that's part of maybe the time thing the idea that time is like not quite flowing normally correctly yeah i would agree with that interpretation i can't remember the switching around of lines exactly i'd say it's only like like, there are a few things where, like, a line will come up early on and it'll happen again later. Yeah. It's not really switching around necessarily, but it's it's surrounded by different lines now. Well, like, yeah, this is a really, uh, yeah. like, an ambient piece. Yeah. I just watched a 8-bit music theory video about that. Ooh. And so it's sort of about staying in one place, whereas a lot of music is Is that the David Wise somewhere. one? Yeah. The Donkey so. Kong Country? Donkey Kong Country, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't know what this is, but it sounds excellent. It's about Donkey oh, Kong Oh, yeah. Music. It's, if you don't know 8-Bit Music Theory, the YouTube he channel. Like, teaches music theory using video games as examples. Mm. So he, and like complex stuff, very simple stuff. He breaks it down in about 10-minute videos. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. Awesome. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. But yeah, he talks about how an ambient piece, whereas most music is good because it takes kind of a journey, right? Mm. It goes like quiet, then it goes loud, and then it... You know, like it moves places. Ambiance is about creating like a single space Mm. and like existing in that. So I would make the argument for this being an ambiance song. They talk about how they were inspired a lot by Dr. Dre's 2001 and the sort of loops from that. For those of you who don't know, that's how that song. You might have thought we just started playing it. That was just me. That was just me. Not even, how'd you make the chord sounds with your mouth? That's amazing. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, so I think if you kind of treat that ambiance of like a single space, and in that single space, like time is getting distorted, so that's why lines keep kind of like moving to different spots i could see that being an interpretation too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well we'll see maybe if anyone uh maximizes on these uh ideas in their remix yeah it's uh i'm not sure if they time do. distillation or whatever alex was time dilation, dilation. Well, it's like when right. your pupils dilate right? oh okay. you gotta remember it, time, i don't know what that time means time dilation is when you take drugs well okay time, time feels longer or shorter than it is honestly when when he says t- time's gone inside out, obviously like that's your first yeah. instinct is that yeah. he's taking trucks. Yeah, that's yeah, that's also that's a good the, interpretation. The, oh, yeah. I don't know. Or or that's the comparison he's trying to draw. Yeah, I 
Remember Scott Pilgrim was like, I feel like I'm on drugs when I'm around you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. it's that kind of an idea. Okay. So the other line I look to a lot is... Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, and this might be on the same track. I might just be some deep classic literature. <laughs> That's what you get with an English degree. That's right. Uh, just gonna Scott up. Pilgrim quotes. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying. No, it's all good. Uh, the line that always sticks out to me is "break out a character for me." Mm. And I don't know if that's just because we're in this sort of dreamy instance, that kind of like where you're half sleepwalking through life, and mm-hmm. he's looking for those kind of moments where you break out of that character that you just kind of use throughout the day become something a little more original getting kind of get the idea of getting to know someone and mm-hmm. being more comfortable around them yeah. and being able to express yourself more freely in that context. yeah i guess i would say like on a base level hear that? the genius interpretation of it just being like a a romance song is fine mm. and that's certainly one layer to it but it's mm-hmm. got a cool metaphor about gravity but here's something that i didn't get mm-hmm. all of the stuff about the holy rollers yeah i, don't like quite, I can't quite in? tie that in it's it's like i kind of get what it means i think because i believe when he says holy rollers he's talking about like religious yeah, people religious trying to because they may wash his feet right convince you and of course the yeah the feet washing is a fairly as far as i know christian uh symbol of of Humility, but also maybe reconciliation or, or, or forgiveness or whatever. Right. But I don't quite know how that fits with the rest of the song. Because he's also rejecting that. Okay, so I'm going to say from the last bit, he goes, oh. time goes, time's gone inside out. I don't make time for holy rollers. There's only you I need. They do not, not make, make me, me complete. complete. Right, which is where you're saying he's bringing in those sure. lines okay. that are right. all coming from different verses and then they're, they are all together in a way they haven't appeared before. Yeah. So it's To me, I'm thinking he's saying that he doesn't need religion. Right. Holy rollers, we're going to say, are symbolic of religion. Yeah, um, sure. So he doesn't need that to get meaning in his life uh, or to feel complete in his life. He just needs this this person who... Uh, who who, yeah, he gravitates towards. He's yeah, their satellite. He's satellite yeah. rotating around. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think you nailed it. Yeah? yeah. Yes, English degree. <laughs> <Where? laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that's about all I have to say about well, the lyrics. Well, we unpacked the shit out of that. Oh, yeah. I don't even have an English degree. I feel I'm good. Welcome. <laughs> we should give you an honorary one. Hell, I mean, they're pretty much worthless. It's true. <laughs> I'll just go photocopy mine, white out my name, put your name on it. Whatever. Perfect. I can put it up on my degree wall. Yeah. Yeah, so um, other things I have about this song are... Tell us. We talked about Dr. Dre's thing, the... Yeah. I like that. I, I want to talk about that, how they mentioned in the Song Exploder episode, how they, when writing songs, are like, what if so-and-so played this? Like, what if Elvis Costello played this? What if, mm-hmm. what if like, Queen played this? And they try to do that. And they're like, we know it's never going to be what? like them, but yeah. it's going to alter our music enough to yeah, which see is something cool. interesting. Which yeah, is cool. I think that's an interesting creativity technique. You really got to know yeah. a lot about a lot of different groups yeah. and artists to do that which is interesting yeah and styles i um when listening to that song exploder episode i just it struck me like how much um thought and consideration um that artists put into their 
their music, just the, the, the amount of things he was like, oh, like the drums had to be crunchy uh, or like the drums had to be this, or I wanted this bongo piece because I heard it in this other yeah. thing. And I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. like they're looking to outside inspiration, but not in like a general sense. Like they're looking at really specific pieces from different songs and saying, I want that specific thing in this specific song. I don't know. Just, yeah. I don't do that kind of thing. And I was like, oh my God, is that what you have to do to be a professional musician? <laughs> like just all of that attention to detail was like insane to me it is and there seems to be so much random chance in it still because mm. he's like i wanted the bongo part i sent it to dave or whatever yeah. and dave was like i don't know how the fuck this is gonna work <laughs> and then he put it in though and i actually tried and it like, and it worked yeah. and he bongos. talked about the moment where uh the the lead singer brit mm-hmm. was Which, just like yo what if we put everything down to digital zero like what if we muted everything and it was like why he's like because it might sound cool <laughs> <laughs> And they were like, okay. So there seems to be like equal parts of this deeply analytical, like get the specific mm-hmm. noise for this part because it's going to sound like this. And they're like, what if we do this though? Like this complete yeah. random element. I guess maybe that also just speaks to their personalities as people. Cause maybe Britt Daniels more of a, a intuition or, you know, just yeah. impulsive ideas guy. And the other guy maybe is like a really analytical person who like really dissects things. That could be so, it. Yeah. I don't know. Now we're just, I'm just trying to psychoanalyze people <laughs> in a band that I didn't see in Vancouver. Um, you know, you're really just know. trying to make up for that, huh? Oh my God. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe now we should do a Tycho analysis instead. Well, we still got to talk about the music video. Okay. I just, that and was also, gonna, I want to I was talk just trying to segue. I don't actually. I, one of most, I also want it on the record. I like this song a lot. Me too. Yeah. I hadn't heard it before this, and uh, I've been listening to it pretty consistently throughout the week for this, and I haven't got tired of it yet. So yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. And one of the key parts of this song, which I, because I think we'll be talking about it coming up, is the sort of like synth bells. That play the dun, 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 oh yeah 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 dun, that's that's dun. the Dr. Dre flavor. yeah yep. that is like so key to this song I think it you can keeps it yeah moving and you will notice it disappear in some versions that come up mm-hmm. and those ones are a little odd mm. for that reason because I think that hypnotic sort of beat between the two bells there is just like really key to setting the song up right. When you say the bells, is that the, like, repeated chords playing? Yeah, okay. I guess I called it, like, a piano, but it's definitely very synthesized. Well, yeah, it's synthesized something. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's more there. Yeah. There seems to be. But, okay, that's one thing I wanted to mention. And, yeah, let's talk about the music video, because this thing is It's got a butt in it. It's got a butt in it? It's got a butt in it. Briefly. Yeah. Not important. Like, like what kind of a butt? Like a human one. A human, human butt. butt. Are you watching? Because there's two. There's kind of two music videos. I clicked the link you sent me. Okay. Okay. I'll be the first to say it. I did not understand the music video. Yeah, my favorite part of this music video is people in the comments were like, "Yeah, like I get it, but like it's a little weird still." I'm like, <laughs> you get it? Like, you don't get it. <laughs> Fuck you! You never got it. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of so like vignettes of uh, people doing things. Is it moving through yeah. time? Because um, one of them is definitely is like... Is time going inside out, though? Old school. Like, he's playing an old electric piano and... Yeah, one of them kind of like... And then there's like, the Motown backup singer. Yeah. yeah. Like us. Yeah, like yeah. us today. So that's more like... winning in my poll. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so with uh, like the one scene where there's the like the bar fight at the community center or whatever, where that yeah, lady's where singing, there's, there's like yeah, it gives off this singing. old timey vibe until you see it focuses on a woman with a cell phone. Oh. oh, so there's a lot of time stuff going on. I watched this thing like three times in a row trying to pull anything from it. <laughs> but yeah, so some of the common themes we see are is the lead singer appearing in mirrors. Uh, so that happens at the start when we walk through this house where there's two people having like a like a not happy looking dinner, mm-hmm. and then he's just in a mirror to the side, and then he's in the mirror of these guys who just robbed uh, like a bank presumably because they got mm-hmm. their masks on. He jumped the car. You can actually see his head in the car before they get in. So I thought it was like a trick where it's like, oh, there's nobody in the car, but he's in the mirror. That wasn't the trick, but that is the trick in the hotel room. Oh, where okay. the the two people are having some kind of sexual. Congress. Something. Yeah. There's a lot of <laughs> Congress? <laughs> yeah, yes. it seemed, seemed like an official meeting. Business meeting, yeah. And then he's in the mirror again, but mm-hmm. then they're gone. So the themes here are mirrors. Then there's that woman in the diner who's watching the white couple in the street That's making right. out. Is he in there somewhere? Is this supposed to be like a just... Because actually that does make sense because they pull their... Even their name is from an avant-garde band. Is this just supposed to be like art house where you watch it and you pull your own messages from it probably this is like we talk about this we talked about another video that kind of did this you know the atari's uh, boys of summer video right where it was I just do like remember that non-stop symbolism but whereas for the ataris it was like they had a plan, it was very it was inscrutable yes mm. this one is like they knew that there was it was just like make your own meaning mm. do it yourself because, I mean, like if we talked about this in Boys Definitely summer, a lot of reflections like in the music video. Had things would be like the Hollywood sign, but it says like wine is red or something. Now there's a ladybug? There's a ladybug and a, a dragonfly tied to a, a post or something. A very brief uh, early 2000s CG dragonfly strapped wow. to a post of some sort. Okay, so like very obviously trying to like... Are you trying to construct a meaning where there yeah, was yeah. none. Gotcha. Whereas this one's... This one feels very intentional. It mm-hmm. just feels like it's totally over my head. But maybe it's just because I only watched it one time and was like, I don't get it, and, and decided I didn't care. But there's so much effort. I'm still watching it, it right so now. there's so many different... Um, there's a wedding. ...scene changes that I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, there has to be something. And like the, like the Holy Here. Rollers line is synced up with those Motown singers. Yes. So I wondered if that was also supposed to be a reference to like gospel-type churches, which mm. is... Like predominantly, I think maybe even exclusively black culture, where you know it's very excited, holy singing. Mm. That I might don't even know if supposed to be any connection there. Or if again, I'm just grasping at straws. I don't know. I don't know, man. That might be. I tried. I looked up Holy Rollers, and now I don't remember the specifics of it. <laughs> well, I would maybe that like, like evangelical style, right? Um, the Protestant um, Christian Protestant churchgoers. Sure. Okay. Hey, I finished the music video. But it does, I think the term does come from a gospel song. I did look it up. Okay. I, well, I closed it now, so, well. Oh, and Breakout of Character for me was on the, the sexual role play scene. Mm. Oh. oh. These are just oh. things I noted, and I don't know if they have any connection. Okay. No, I think you're probably on to something. There's a lot of little threads. I don't know uh, if I can pick at them. Oh, oh. really, Alex? Because you worked on it so hard. Holy <laughs> <laughs> rollers. I did watch it one and a half times. <laughs> the term describes dancing, shaking, or other boisterous movements by church attendees who perceive themselves as being under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Oh. Comes mm. from gospel singer... 
Andre Crouch, who stated, they call us holy rollers. Oh, maybe that's not from, no, that can't be, if, they, if somebody's calling them holy rollers, then they're not the one who's. Coming up with the term. <laughs> yeah, but. I would hope not. Yeah. Oh no, they're talking about it being reclaimed as a badge of honor. Holy rollers. Anyway, holy rollers. Mm. Okay. Oh, probably because they like. I guess some of them probably literally rolled around on the ground. Probably. Yeah. I yep. get it. Here, that's ex- as you said that I read. I'm <laughs> like the history. Merriam-Webster traces the word to 1841. Um, a memoir by Charles Godfrey Lellen in which he says, "When the Holy Spirit seized them, the holy rollers rolled over and over on the floor." So there you go. Holly Rollers, ladies and gentlemen. That's from Wikipedia. I don't know this history. Holler at Wikipedia. All of our facts come from Wikipedia. (laughs) Pretty much our number one source. We do the Wikipediaing so you don't have to. Exactly. You can hear our our beautiful voices, our dulcet tones describing Wikipedia articles to you. Dulcet tones. All right, before we move on to Taiko, does anyone have anything else to say about the music video or the original version of the song? Because we can never mention it again now. Never. <laughs> <laughs> it would be pretty hard to talk about remixes of a song without ever talking about the original. Can't refer to the original at all. The only thing I have to say is that I think it's time for a little psychoanalysis. Is that oh. a joke I should get? What's well, the... you said psychoanalysis. Ah, uh, so. <laughs> fuck. It actually was pretty okay. That was, yeah. I see whenever I think of Tycho, so I, was gonna I, think s- I said it before. spell RC. Yeah. Totally. Uh, yeah. Tycho is how you spell RC. <laughs> Um, I should mention that usually we do these in a sort of chronological order. Yeah. This is just the order I wrote them in, so we don't even have to do Tycho next. That's just the one that yeah, I have next I think, in my book. Yeah, Isn't that, that's the one I have next in my book. Too. Yeah, I just, like, there, I don't have any of the dates for this. Oh! Was it, was so, it, it was like, a, was it an album of remixes? Yeah, it was like an album of They all of come remixes. out at the same time? I didn't look into Presumably. it. Presumably. So we're just doing, yeah, we're just going to This one's a lot, more, a lot more laissez-faire. We're just going to kind of jump around. Oh, yeah, I'll jump around. Yeah, so let's talk about Tycho. Immediately, this this one, this remix for me is all about the drums. Mm. Yep, there yes. are different drums, and there's like bits where they come in with the little. Yeah, you know what I'm like, talking about? It's when they say, "I'm just your satellite." Just your satellite. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. So this is much more upbeat. Yes. Yes, they sped it up. Mm-hmm. It's faster. And it still holds a lot from the original like it's got that synth i talked about and Uh yes it's it's like the pretty much all the vocals are there and besides being sped up like pretty much untampered with we're gonna be saying this a lot but this version is similar but has different synthesizer parts yeah well yeah taiko (laughs) is a like an ambient synth group I mean, uh, Scott Hansen, he's one guy. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Scott Hansen. He has, he works with another guy, though, doesn't he? What? I don't know. I'm just pulling that. Well, it's reason. been said that no man is an island, so yeah. he sure must Tycho's be working with dude. someone. Yeah. I mean, you know how everybody's just one dude, but they also have other. One dude and all their friends who hang out. Yeah, but. All right. Yeah, it's just him. Wow, he's 40. <laughs> who isn't these days who isn't these days all the cool yeah. people are 40 also this version is longer even though it is faster hmm, hmm. something to think about i actually didn't notice that it's just a little bit longer now what i love i guess what i love about every version of this song or at least almost every version 
Is that as a basis, the baseline is always changing and always yes. very active. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like this one, uh, this one's I think the most similar to the original, and it's just like quicker for the most part. Yeah, I found sometimes because it was faster, it was sometimes difficult to tell what actually changed. Because mm. like I would hear someone be like, "That's new," and then I go back and listen to the original, and it's like there maybe, but there's right. still there's something there, but like it's obviously slower. So I was like, "Is that the same thing? Is that what that sounds like sped up?" I don't know. So it was a little, yeah, tr- it was a little gonna, tricky. I'm just gonna put it out there. It's tricky. not what I expected from a Tycho remix. Hmm. I cannot comment i don't know any of these so Tycho's music is very ambient chill down tempo for the most part. so he took a Lo-fi. ambient Lo-fi. tempo Joe Joe <laughs> <laughs> so he took a song that music. goes really well with uh gentle rain sounds oh eight hours you know um no but uh so i expected it to be a little bit more like I guess down tempo. Yeah. Real, a little bit. So more. he took a song that was already that and made it not. And then that. he went the other way and, and put more energy into it. Not that he doesn't hmm. sometimes have songs that are like that, but when I think Tycho, this is not what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't until around maybe the 320 mark when it starts sounding like Tycho to me, but I think that's maybe because. Oh yeah. Is that where it does like the kind of breakdown? Yeah. And, like and just and the guitar bit coming. Yes. I think so. Yeah. And there's much less vocal presence and Tycho generally like his original work doesn't use a lot of vocals yeah, at all. Sometimes he has like samples, but even then yeah, it's just but like even people then, talking and it's yeah, not really. Yeah. Or he'll have like one word, like a, like there's one song where like a girl sings the word rise and I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. What's the song called? Probably rise. Hey. hey. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. So I guess like hearing him working with vocals, like, and so much vocals. Yeah. Um, Cause he doesn't cut out any of the vocals. Like some of them no. do. Yeah. He, he leaves them all. I think, yeah. yeah. So, that's and then the, the percussion was what really yeah, struck me about this. <laughs> yeah, version. I think that's what really is like the drawing point of this version is mm. the exciting, somehow exciting, but also like still fits in mm. with the kind of pace of the song. Mm-hmm. It's not like just having some punk rock drums over like harpsichords. Yeah, right. or unnecessarily dancey drums over, say, oh, I don't know, the Seven Seas of Rye. Yeah. For example. <laughs> <laughs> It's a callback to when we talked about <laughs> Alex's Queen, Queen remixes. <laughs> That's right. Is Seven Seas of Rye, is that one on Queen and Queen 2? Yes, but it's an instrumental it's on, 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 Queen. on the original. Yeah, okay. Good, I'm glad we figured that one out. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's what the people that's need what to know for. that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about this version. It's I um, enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just know. looking through what I have. There's like some other stuff that moves some of the some of the vocals around. So there's more vocals than the original. Mm-hmm. I re- see there because the line "There's intense gravity." I thought it was "There's a tense gravity," and I think they do like a repeat on the "There's in," but it sounds like he's saying "There's a," and I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up. Okay, well, I don't know why. You. I wrote yes. it down, so I must have <laughs> thought it was important. I wrote that I like some of the atmospheric elements. Mm. I don't know what I meant. Does that by mean that? just kind of like little notes that come in for like a minute? Probably. Because that's what I always think of when I think of atmospheric. Oh, really? Is <laughs> it's just like little things that kind of kind of change it, Boo. change the mood. Interesting. Small things Boo. that make large differences. Oh, interesting. That's atmosphere. Okay. That's atmosphere. It's more about what you don't play than what <laughs> you do play. That's jazz, baby. That's hey. Jazz. Which, speaking cool of cat. which, our next song has kind of a jazzy bass line in Ooh, my opinion. Which one are Fabrizio! 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 
Fe- I don't know anything about This one has a totally different intro. Yeah, did it's anybody good. write down anything about Fabrizio? Uh, the artist? Who is yes. he? No. I fucking hate you. Fabrizio. <laughs> I didn't look up actually any of the artists. Alex, come on, man. I, You're I'm, not doing anything. I imagine he, he's a fucking DJ. That's what I imagine as well. Um, This one essentially strips all of the instrumentals. These ones are uh, 100 This one is like them. new. This one's, yeah. Yeah. this one's like vocals were kept, but everything else seems... Uh, it's like a... Maybe the bass line is now more of a synthesizer type deal. Yeah. It doesn't have my Actually, favorite heart yeah, bit, so I was like really upset about that. Yeah, but yeah. that synth hook on the... On like the, I think I want to say it's the chorus where it's all like... Oh, shit, I just listened to it like three times today where it's like... Yeah, I was kind of... And I'm trying to remember if this is the one. Yeah. Um... Do you, was that the Holy Rollers part? The synth yeah. part? Yeah. I found, and now the structure of this song, I don't totally know what I would call it because there's kind of five sections, it's, but it's, it's not really like verse, chorus, verse, track. chorus. <laughs> but I did find in that part with the new synth part, it kind of felt more like a bridge to me mm, just for that yeah. part, even though it maybe isn't really that, but it's what it felt like to me. Yeah. Because that's, but it felt more like that because of the synthesizer. Yeah, this song is definitely, uh, this version of it is more, it has almost like a story-like progression to it versus mm-hmm. how, whatever it was you were calling. The, Ambient. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where it's just kind of a moment. This right, one it has that motion. felt more dramatic. It has that kind of, yeah. that, yeah, that forward-moving motion to yeah, it. Yeah, you can definitely feel it shift, especially yes. like in the bridge where like the synth comes in a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. And it's like the whole song has a very dark undertone to it, yes. I find. Yeah, yeah, it almost felt like a that. movie kind of a like maybe the ends end credits to a movie kind of a thing for me, you know, like I'm oh, like yeah. oh I just witnessed something. Oh yeah, and, and, and this now is we're, playing we're us out. It it's, it's like kind Ooh. of a, like a heavy ending where it's like yeah. it's like a twist. Yes, it's like, and did you're you really like, save the world? And you're like oh, oh fuck. my god, and you're sitting in the in the cin- cinema like just staring. At cinema the, in the cinema <laughs> in the cineplex, just staring at the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our sponsor this week, Cineplex. <laughs> Cineplex. Get, get in on the scene. That's Buy their, our tickets. We need get in on the scene? Yeah, wow. They, they have scene cards. Oh. Gotcha. Can't Buy walk. tickets. We need to replace our chairs. Cineplex. They do need to replace oh, their chairs. They need to replace their chairs. <laughs> Unrelated. Okay. okay. Their chairs uh, Are you trying really hard to get a sponsorship right now? I would love a sponsorship. From Cineplex? <laughs> yeah. I'll Whoever. take it from anyone. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, so just real quick, Fabrizio Moretti is an Italian-Brazilian musician and visual artist. Best oh, best known as the drummer for American indie rock band The Strokes. Oh, oh, oh I should have known that. I feel kind of dumb now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like an idiot too. But you know, the problem is I actually had him confused with Fabrizio Moretti. Brackets art dealer. Oh well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Wikipedia. You mean this isn't what an art dealer is. <laughs> art dealer. Fabrizio Moretti. Fabrizio Moretti. I should have um, probably known that. Yeah. It's, uh, and yeah, there's like a kind of, like, I don't know. I, I said the bass was jazzy. This one has kind of a bass solo, but it's like a synth bass solo. Yeah. After section three. Yeah, because it's got that kind of just like low walking mm. kind of vibe to it. I said it was kind of like a like a prog rock feel. Mm. But m- maybe that's also... I'm having like trouble... Jazzy. Bring it to mind specifically what it is. Well, As for me, it was just kind of like dull notes, like instead of a high sustain, it was like boom, 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 like. Okay. Okay. Not quite staccato, but. But. But it's there. Hey, there's some hand claps in this song. How do hey, we feel? There are hand, hand claps. claps, or maybe wait. 
I think it's a wood block. So yeah. I think it's a wood block on a different. It might be version. a block. Oh no, no, that's a different one. I definitely wrote oh. that down on a different version. Okay, never mind. Just trying to decipher my notes. Oh, and it starts doing a like a vocal layering in the, the latter at the half end of this one. after yeah. after all the vocals are done. Yeah. Then it comes back and starts, and starts all playing all the different other. parts, which of course I guess you could say um, contributes to the unstuck from time feeling. Mm-hmm. It also starts and ends the same. So there's like oh, a. So you could loop mm-hmm. it really easily. Yeah. So it, it like. So it's like an alternate it. history version. Yeah. So you're saying like this is the version Spoon made in an alternate history in 1945 or something? No, I think <laughs> Fabrizio Moretti is Spoon in an alternate history. Oh, okay. Interesting. Sure, I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I, I like I I was listening to this version a lot today. Yeah. As I was like, I better mm-hmm. listen to all of them. Then that one played. I was like, one more time on that one. So I think it's a very cool version. I like the sort of dark, sinister nature of it. I think the new synth riff is mm. very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Yeah, like, as you mentioned, it takes out some of the, the very key ingredients of the original song. Yeah, but in that in that sense, it's definitely, like, uh, one of the best reimaginings, I think. Right? Yeah. Cause, yeah, because it really is taking it different places than the original song. Exactly. Like, like you could put on the Tycho remix, and mm-hmm. I might mistake it for the original. Yeah. Like, if I'm not At paying times. close attention, but, yeah. like, you put on this version, there's no... Like, I can't be like, oh, we are, this yeah, is Spoons. Oh, is totally, <laughs> it, it feels like, totally different because huh? of all that. Yeah. That's not what the synth sounds yeah, like, but I try. It's like that. Definitely, yeah, like first listens through of this the full remix album. This was an early favorite for me, but because of those exact things, that it's so different that it stands out. Yeah. So. Okay, this brings us to Operators Outside In. Oh, remix. Yeah. Remix. So this remix. is Operators. Who's Operators? Is Operators, they did it, and it's the outside-in remix? Yes, because oh, they're would, being uh, clever, Alex. Oh, made it backwards. shit. The whole thing is, is just backwards. I thought their name was Operators That's Outside right. I did as well. In fact, you could, if you look at my notes, I crossed that out. I wrote down Operators Outside-In and crossed out Outside-In no, because I'm pretty sure it's uh, just Operators. Because, no. like, what are the chances that someone called Operators Outside In just happened to remix a song called Inside Out? I, you know what? You're, I guess if that was your name, you'd look for songs called Inside Out. You're 100% right on this, and now I feel like a dummy. So they've been active since 2014. Good. Little known fact, they, they, they were actually born the first time the song was played. Amazing. They finished the song, and suddenly there was just, uh, I'm imagining two dudes with, with a synthesizer just crying naked on the floor of the studio bearded men yeah fully bearded nice and then they formed operators i'm imagining that as well okay so operators let me give you some some background here please do pretty Um, sure i covered it (laughs) (laughs) well you're right uh one of the members of operators is dan buckner beckner Buckner. Oh, it's, we got a B-O-E-C situation. We here. do yeah. have a B-O-E-C situation with a K. Oh, he's a Canadian he's singer, a Canadian songwriter, singer and songwriter and guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Wow. I was going to say that. 
that. So he actually used to be in a band with, with Spoon Frontman. Okay, and that's the project. That that band was formed after, I believe, their 2011 album, but before the album with this song on it. With this on song it. on it, yes. He used to be in Wolf Parade um, and Handsome Furs. Okay, I'm not familiar with either of those. I've heard of both of them, okay. but have not listened, I don't think, to either of them. And then, yeah, so his current band, Operators, released an EP in August of 2014. Um, yeah, he's from British okay. Columbia, Canada. Canada, eh? That's what I have to tell you. Okay. That's really all I had to tell you. I was just I was just really excited because I was like, he's Canadian. Wonderful. I'm so excited. Yeah. That's yeah. I really should have looked more into these guys. I thought it was just gonna be like random DJs and yeah, not I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> actual well. musicians. And drummer from The Strokes. Yeah. What the fuck? So this one does a lot with the, a lot of vocal modification in this one. A lot of lyrical mm. skips and repeats. Yeah. I don't know if that's what they're called, but that's what I called them. Oh, yeah, because this is the one where it's like, they do not want incomplete. Yeah, do they, oh, lower, the lyri- yeah, okay. they lower the vocals at some point, like in frequency? Does that um, happen? Or am I imagining things? Th- or is there I some other effect do. that makes it sound like that? Yeah, and th- this Please one, because they kind of lower everything. Because there's like one, they take like the most random vocal bit, which is just him going like, mm, and they oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> use that to, like throughout the thing. It's just like, mm. I didn't like this one. This oh, it really irritated me. It, it reshuffles me when I, the, all the all the lyrics. the line like they do not make me complete gets all fucked up because it just to me it sounds like they say they do not mock beat complete. Does it sound? <laughs> I'm just like that's not the line. Like, that's Does not it what sound incomplete to you? No, um, it sounds like just. See, wrecked. I, I felt like I called this one the art student remix because I oh. felt like it was trying to be clever. Mm. Uh, and, and and I think the title that he called it Operators Outside In Remix, I think that bothered me. I was like, oh, you're so <laughs> clever. Good for you. you um, but also, like, I felt like it was, it was wildly different from the first one, but not in the way that Fabrizio's was wildly yeah. different. Yeah. Like, wildly different in a negative way. For me, it kind of stripped any emotional quality from the song. Oh. Maybe that was their goal. I'm not sure. Um, but for me, it just like didn't really resonate with me. Well, there was a lot of resonance in the song. Mm, tell um, us. No, that's all. There's echoey vocals. No, that's all. That's all. Okay. Um, no, that's fine. <laughs> I don't need to elaborate. Uh, <laughs> and a lot of the it's a switched around. It's all out of order. Yeah. The, they they don't I believe use all the lyrics. It's basically just. It starts with the fourth section and plays some of the first and fifth and third, but it's like not all of it. Like it takes lines and just puts them in. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of the pieces of the original song are here. They're just all modified to like yeah. be downturned and spooky. This one has so a yeah, when you say it's like the art student yeah. version, like I see that because in my head I was like, this is when people think of a remix and they're like, this uh, is it. Remixes. This is it. Right? Like, this is it. <laughs> Like, oh, <laughs> change the vocals, re- repeat on a bunch of the lines, fade yeah. out on oh, one of the lines. Oh, put some little glitches yeah. in some of the lines. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. I, I, would, I would actually convince me, though, to go to, like, hologram concerts, because now they're talking about doing this with Amy Winehouse, having her hologram tour. Oh. If but it do, like, glitch fucking glitched sometimes through it, it, yeah, it was, like, a remix like this, I'd be like, oh... This is actually cool. <laughs> like Amy Winehouse, was, but you know, sometimes like a genuine glitch. Yeah. yeah, it breaks and becomes like weird robot concert. That sounds neat. I kind of like that. Let's become holograms and do that. I don't. Finally. Okay. Let's become holograms. <laughs> it's time. Yeah. So this version, I think. I mean, I won't. I won't lock it in for sure, but definitely not on the higher end of of yeah, the versions of this song. Not my favorite, for sure. 
It stops very abruptly, too. Whatever your name is. Buckner. Buckner. Dan Be- Beckner. Beckner. Dan Beckner. Sorry. Buckner. 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 Ah. Nerd. Um, yeah, that brings us to uh, Brian Kratzel's version. Brian unless anybody else wants Brian to rip Kratzel. on operators Kratzel? a little more. I'm so sorry. I don't like to rip on I know. This is a, I, we had this trouble last week, too, with Did one you? of the, the acoustic artists who's like just oh, yeah, some yeah, yeah. Swedish girl <laughs> who has that for song on Spotify. And Aww. like does Instagram yeah. things and plays the acoustic guitar with very long nails. I'm impressed. Wow. Does she use them as, as picks? Well, like on the fretting hand. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know how you even do that. Yeah, me neither. Practice, I guess. But yeah, we like ragged on her a bit. And then at the end, we were just kind of like, sorry, keep playing music. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, person. who am I to tell I know, you exactly, not right? make your remix sound like that? I'm, I just don't get it. Yeah. Maybe. You know, I don't know what the vision was. Or, or I, it doesn't, yeah, it just doesn't it's resonate not my thing, with me. Man. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with it necessarily. Might be somebody else's cup of tea. You know, I don't Maybe. like death metal, but some people love death metal. I know. My fucking, this guy I was with, hanging out with this week, was all like, yo, check out this cover of Take Me Home Country Road. It was just like punk rock, but it was just like, what if you applied punk rock to Take, Take Me Home, Home Country, Country Road? Road? <laughs> you know, it's like the paint bucket option for music. <laughs> it was like, like fill with fill. punk rock. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I had to be like, this is very good, bro. Totally. But yeah. yeah, so some everybody likes something. Somebody probably likes the operator's version. Not for me. Let's talk about Brian Kreitzel. Please let's and let's find out what famous musician he is. What well, famous musician? In fact, Brian Reitzel has actually been called the fifth Beatle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. He's actually best known for his uh, work on many film and TV soundtracks. Oh, neat. Including, uh, he, he, he works often with Sofia Coppola. Mm. And um, he collaborated extensively with French electronica duo Air. 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 Song, Air. Uh, Virgin Suicides is a big uh, hit some presence on that soundtrack which was made by air okay cool yeah that's what i got for you well all right brian right so let's talk about this version let's talk about this one um this is the one with the wood block in it i think no. yes or a clapping sound no or it's pra- a wood block. probably a block so there's the hand clapping sounds in the dj quick version mm. and that's oh we're getting to that we're getting to that um this one has uh it kind of fades in similar but it has uh, like a f- kind of high frequency twinkly sort of synthesizer with like a little lfo type deal going on it's just, you know, lfo low yeah, frequency oscillator uh, oh not the band no okay you know no. like summertime girls Mm. I like girls that wear Abercrombie. Yeah, I don't know a lot of them. That's not the same guys who do... uh, Oh, no, is that L-A-T-E-R? No, that's Lem. Yeah, that's... (laughs) Lem? Len. Len. I think. L-E-N, yeah. (laughs) You steal my sunshine. No, LFO is a one. Yeah, exactly. I think they're Canadian, too. Yes, they are. Actually, uh... My, okay, I won't even tell that story. It's tell that story. It. No, it's so we can cut working. it out. <laughs> yeah, we we can cut. We it. have the technology. <laughs> you should cut it out. But um, oh, I'm not gonna cut. My it out. former yeah, boss Alex doesn't work on this podcast. Don't work on this Man, podcast. I used to work at a candy store, the Gummy Boutique, and my boss has friends that were in the music video 
for that song. Oh. See, I told you it was not a worthwhile story. No, that's story. so good. What did it's they like do in the music video? It's like story where the... he's probably like, yeah, you know that band, when? You know that song, Steal My Sunshine? Yeah, my friends, you know, Dan and Anna or whatever, how their names <laughs> Did you are. have to like schedule their appearance at their right. store? Was he like, yo, they're going to be here L-A-T-E-R this week. I wish, I wish. Yeah. That's my story for you. It's so yeah, this one's a lot of a uh, lot of like sustain, a lot of echo. There's yeah. not a lot of notes actually being played. Yeah, this one a lot is of the instrumentation comes out. slash atmospheric. Theric. I said. Hell yeah! I put a very ambient intro. I also my final note on this one is mm. said it's like hearing the original song through a wall and letting your imagination fill in the gaps. Well, that was rude. <laughs> <laughs> is that rude? No. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's just like so much of it is like kind of muted. There's a lot more like ambient effects. Yeah, I yeah. think. Well, I and, feel like uh, he like lets the the vocals really um, lead the song and mm-hmm. lead the progression of the song, which I think really works with those vocals because of the way that Brit um, Daniel performs it. He hits each of those lines really hard at the beginning. Like his attack is yeah, really oh yeah. hard at the beginning of those lines, which I think that yeah, like Brian Wrightsall really like uh, maximized on that mm-hmm. by letting them. Um, lead the rest of what he was doing. Yeah, and it, like it's a phenomenal vocal track, and I yeah. think it's like that's the one thing that nobody else did was let it take the foreground. Yes, and mm. that's what he does. Yes, he just pulled everything back and was mm-hmm. like, was like, mm. look how great these vocals are, you guys. Yeah, you really get to kind of just swim in them, and the instruments yeah. are just kind of there to keep it afloat. Yeah, I actually didn't even notice. Like when I was listening to it, I didn't even notice that percussion had come in. I was just like kind of slowly like. You know, like bobbing in my head, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, there's percussion here, and there wasn't mm. before. Like, it's so subtle, I didn't notice it. It's kind of like, uh, but it's like um, salt and pepper, you know? Like, it adds some flavor, but you, you're not, not the like, group. You're never not tasting the group. a dish being like, "Wow, the salt and pepper in this dish <laughs> yeah. is amazing." I really like pepper, but, with, but sure. But without it, you know. You're right. It's just, so it's just there not to the same. Out. So this yeah. is yeah. This yeah. is like a whole thing made to bring out the vocals. Yeah. Basically, I think. you're talking about the when you say percussion, you're talking about the wood block. Probably that wood yeah. block. Yeah. Okay. Because there is that wood block. Or some sort of block. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I put wood block question marks similar to hand claps. Similar to hand claps. And when there's an echo effect on the vocals in this one. There's a lot there? of echo. A lot of echo. Yeah, I think so. yeah. And one of the things they were saying. Mm-hmm. Tell us. To come back to the Song, Song Exploder, Exploder yeah. episode that we were referencing before. Was a that better the podcast. If didn't have. <laughs> anybody's interested. <laughs> and a lot shorter. But they didn't have. A t- <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Takes up less of your time and it's better. <laughs> So it's been a good run. Yeah. <laughs> Five episodes you're um, about to get on Spotify. But now everybody's going to be listening to Song Exploder, a much more popular podcast that doesn't need our help. No. Um, okay, but you like you're saying. Yes. Uh, the vocals, they said they don't have a ton of extra effects and stuff on the vocals. And I know when you hear yeah, isolated like vocal tracks, yeah. often if I hear isolated vocal tracks, it's like shocking how many like overdubs there are you're like wow there's like 12 of him that not 12 yeah. usually but you know well, and there's less of that probably yeah one time i had a teacher who was like we were it was in one of my um like microcircuitry classes we were talking about transistors and he was talking about like he was talking about effects for some reason and he was like maybe i was like maybe if you're like lady gaga you'll need all the help you can get jeez man i thought 
I thought we'd all agreed Lady Gaga was actually pretty good at singing, like, on her own. Yeah. Like, if we're going to throw anyone under the bus, like, maybe, like, Jennifer Lopez, I don't know. Yeah, or, like... To completely change the subject. No, that's just, a solid Just point. to completely, yeah, to take a just tangent to take, take a completely just different keep direction. going with that I mean, we're still on topic of vocals. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's all I have to say about this version. I really liked it. It's good, yeah. I think it's definitely a solid version. This is the kind of thing, like, if I were to remix something, this is what... My right. remix you would, you would like. use it to emphasize existing parts of the song. Yep. Mm. So I've only ever remixed actually one song in my life, and it was mm-hmm. an Andrew Huang uh, song. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Y'all are like, who's that? No idea. Please. Tell really? Us. Okay. So Canadian. Cana- he's a Canadian music producer, YouTube um, personality, Andrew Huang. Um, he started out as songs to wear pants to. Um, that so does sound familiar. To, yeah. He used to just take. Um, requests from people like they would just tell him like a random thing they'd like him to write a song about and he would make a song um but yeah he does all of these uh songs he makes original ones and he also does covers oh my gosh you guys should just do an episode on him he does covers (laughs) like he does like 24 carat magic and he plays it with carrots oh Um, shit yeah or he did um i can't feel my face uh, by the weekend, and he did it at like with dentist tools. So he uses okay. a different things that kind of go with a theme. So yeah, to, kind of pulls from the, something right. from the song. Yeah, 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 it's a yeah. Pun or like a yes. interpretation. And then of he it, yeah. he does videos to go with it. So he's also been like sponsored. Like he was sponsored by I don't know Levi's or something to do one with all of these pairs of jeans. So he just like made a song with pairs of jeans. But anyway, he released an album uh, called The Coldest Darkness, and he had a remix. Um, competition, hmm. and so he he released all of his stems for his tracks to the general public, and I I uh, remixed a song, and he did end up selecting it for his album that he put out of remixes. But yeah, basically I did, um, you know, with less skill what Brian Ratzel is trying to do here, and just tried to like take his vocals and use them to create kind of an atmosphere and prop them up with more vocals. Well, I'm just like. Um, I'm just like promoting my own work right now. That's Please half the do. reason we can to cut be on this a podcast. I know. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to happen. No, it's good, and that's why we got you on here because you know about this shit. Yeah. This is called "Good Job Me for Picking Good Guests" out of yes. my very limited pool of guests. Well, it was yeah. tight between you or Kaylin Lee. But... <gasps> <laughs> Scandalous! <laughs> oh, everyone knows who that is. They might. They I'm will like, next I, week when he's I, here in the studio. When, when he's here to talk about Gob. Not even just covers, just, just, <laughs> just Gob the band. Okay. Oh, Ellen. All right. What can I do? <laughs> All right. Let's 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 bring it to our that, final cover version. DJ All right. Quick. DJ Quick. This version, I'm a big fan of. It's got a little bit, a little bit more going on. There's some rapping in this version. Oh. Hell yes. Ooh. So yeah, we've got three rappers on this track. There's Boogie, yes. who is not a Boogie with the hoodie, who's a different rapper. He's just okay. Boogie. Okay. Thanks for I knew that you up. guys were confused. We were. I'm still confused. And then we got Corrupt. I mean, y'all know about Corrupt. And we got uh, fucking Yam Sue. I am Sue. Exclamation mark. The There's other an one. Exclamation mark. On Appar- it? Oh, yeah, I'll I just Google them now. I couldn't wow, find them. I did not know that. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know any of these people. I don't I'm know sorry. any people. That's okay. These they're like pretty like 
I wouldn't say low grade, like because Corrupt's been around since the '90s. He's okay. been he's been in the duo the Dog Pound. I've he's been, been around in the since the hip hop super group the HRSMN and Dirty OGs. He's done his own solo work. Like these are all. Yeah. Like. I don't mean it as an insult, like B-list rappers on this one. Like, they're not unknown, but they're They're not... They're, like, more underground? Yeah. Because, like, and, like, DJ Quick's pretty well-known, too, but this is the only work of his I know. So it's kind of like if you're in the... More involved in hip-hop in that scene, you probably know about these people. Right, but for somebody who doesn't listen to... I have to assume. Do you? Yes, I have to. I must. You have to assume. I have a question. Yeah. Do you know whose verse is whose? Yes. Boogie okay. is first, Corrupt okay. second, easily, because he says y'all know about Corrupt. Should've oh. <laughs> Should have noticed that. And Yamsu's on the uh, third one. Are they okay. credited in order? Um, no. Yes, I believe so. Oh. Maybe. Is it yes or no? I don't know. I don't are, know. Are they credited on that YouTube video, which is the only place I can find this song? Yeah, right. So, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant in the title. So, yeah, this one has hand claps. And it keeps the uh, like the that synth beat as well. That goes with the handles. That it does. That one too. It does. And uh, the bass, the bass line on this one, f- my favorite for bass lines. It's very active. It's very forward. Mm. The, 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 is this the one where it kind of like slides at the start? Yeah, I believe so. Mm. And this one changes a lot. So close to the end, he just does this. You can't tell, but we're dancing here. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about this. How do we feel about using songs like this as a like a platform to throw in rap verses? Yes. I don't mind it. I don't have a problem with it. No. 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 Like, not fundamentally. Yeah, I, what I like I don't have a problem this, with this version either. I'm sure there's shitty versions of this, but... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is... I like that it's like a showcase for three, like, who mm-hmm. I'd say are very skilled rappers. They they all have their very clear, like, unique styles. Um, when I, I like the line in Boogies where he says, I'm going Martin Luther Dream. Is that the, the whole, first one? Whole th- yeah, that's the I first one. he also one. says that weeds make him look part Asian. Faded. Comma faded. Yeah, that's correct. Wow. So... <laughs> Just wanted to bring that up. That was the verse I liked the least. Yeah. That's fair. I think my favorite is Corrupt. I like the third one. The last one. The last one I have the most written down about. Okay. But I think it tied in the most with the song. Yeah, that's what we're trying to like notice as we go forward. And then one of them even said talking about listening to Spoon. spoon? Yeah, Yeah, that's corrupt. (laughs) (laughs) So that's cool, I think. Yeah. But um, Sorry, I'm jumping around in my it's notes. Okay. I wasn't sure about um, the blend between First rapping. Um, the rap okay. and having the spoon vocals on it. Because mm. especially between Boogie's um, verse and, and the spoon vocals, I felt like those things didn't m- mix well for Ooh, me. Meld. They seemed like two different worlds that they were trying to shove together personally. Okay. That's how I felt about it. Yeah, I guess I could see that. I th- I find yeah his is the most like aggressive yes and I th- would say like most out of place from the other ones where like yep. corrupt still has I, aggression yeah. in his but yeah. it somehow links up more with the song, with the song I definitely yeah. felt that way some of it was like and I'm sure this is true of any genre but maybe I just notice it more about hip hop just because I'm I have less of a background with it mm. but like it didn't feel as it felt like they were doing some like hip hop things and they didn't need to like some of the like posturing and machismo type stuff oh yeah cause they kind of have like a didn't really make sense like a hype man 
Yeah. Do they have a hype man? Kind of. Or? There's on, especially on on the last verse, Yam Sweez, the the dude says, "Oh shit." Let's get it. <laughs> Which I love. Like, some of this I, I love because it's funny to me. Right. But there's in Corrupts, he's got a guy who, it might just be him, he's got a delay that just, like, says his last word, like, a bit after him. Uh-huh. And it just kind of sounds like a guy singing off beat. <laughs> it's like, never gave a fuck. <laughs> fuck. Gotcha. <laughs> but yeah, I found it's, like, they do good transition from the vocals to the rapping. And, yeah. like, they keep... It's got a very, uh, like, a uh, very summer feel to me. Mm-hmm. Summer? Yeah, it's a very summery song. It's like a summer jam, you know? Sure. You know, like LFO, Summertime Girls? Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> I got that summertime, summer, summer, summertime girls. That's a mashup. <laughs> um, yeah, I like, it's, I, I get that, especially in the part at the end where it kind of, like, twinkles out. Yeah, yeah. he does a very nice outro. kind of uh, do, like, a little synth outro. to the twinkly bit. Yeah. Yeah, I like that very much. That's a lot of synth. As mentioned before. That's a lot of synth. Different synth. Yeah, so it kind of like it keeps true to the original in a sense. It's similar to the Tycho version in that it keeps a lot of the instrumentals yes. and stuff. Yeah. But I think it plays around with it enough. Obviously, it's one of the ones that actually introduces new lyrics. Yeah. In its own way. And that's, yeah, I think this, I used to listen to this on repeat like all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I heard, that. heard about that the song video? like. Yeah, just that YouTube video. Mm. Oh, actually, I had to, like I downloaded it and put it on my iPod. That's who I am. Illegally? No, it was legal. I I asked. Oh, you asked? <laughs> I sent a message to DJ Quick. We go way back. Oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> Even though I previously said I know none of his work but this. But you know. Yeah, this yeah. is a fun version. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, uh... Let's hit. Let's get down to the final verdicts on this. We're gonna go around. Oh. To go around, say what the worst version of this one was okay. for us, and then we'll go around and say which one was the best one. Uh, Ruby, as our co-host, would you like to, I mean, not our co-host, our I'm guest, co-host. would you like to start us off? <laughs> Barely. I got promoted, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> Somebody had their notes on Friday. Okay, <laughs> um, we should Head do best, worst, Friday. weirdest. Ooh, yeah, hit me with it. Oh, please do. I don't have anything for those categories. You don't categories. have anything for those categories? Well, you're going to do category. best and worst anyway. Yeah. I Obviously. just threw I mean, it in you should have been prepared for that. should always be prepared for that, but I never am. Does the original <laughs> count? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to say best one for me. I like the Brian Reitzel one. I think that one's my, easily my favorite, so that's the one I'm going to say is the best. All right. Um, worst for me... This is so obvious. It's the it's the operators one. It's not. We did. It's not. That, for yeah, me. I'm pretty it's sure not, that's going to um, be unanimous. Yeah, that's not. That one's not. Alex for has me a hot take. Um, and weirdest, but in a good way, Fabrizio Moretti. That's what I think. Because of the things we talked about. Because of all the things that we talked about. Because of all the things we talked about. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. That's pretty solid. Yeah. For me, honestly, the best version is DJ Quick for me. Mm. I think it, it's a standout from the other versions. It's also like, obviously I have a bias. It's the first version I ever heard mm. before even hearing the original. And I think it's a very cool method for exposing people to like technically four artists at the same, at time. The same time. Actually five. So you got DJ Quick, you got Spoon. Right. And then the three rappers on it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I think it's a like a phenomenal that you can do that kind of showcase product and still have a good end product and not have it feel like a wholly disjointed piece of garbage. Gotcha. The worst version for me yeah, is the operators. 
because yeah. it's like it just doesn't do anything right to me. It yeah. seems like a like a learning version or like somebody was like, hey, can you make a remix of this? He's like, yeah, I guess. It's like, I'll throw like, that together in a few hours. In a few hours, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Weirdest, I guess, is like it's got to go to Fabrizio because that one strays the most from the path, I think, yeah. of the original song. And yeah, I think it's a great version, too. It's honestly probably my runner-up for best version. Mm. All Alex, right. Alex, you want to weigh in? Yeah, I guess. I mean... I'm the, I don't listen to a lot of like remixy type stuff, so maybe I don't have a baseline, but I'm gonna give my favorite to just the original. Just gonna be the original. It's fair. Um, it's a, it's yeah, I didn't song. find I didn't find to me anyway in terms I guess like thematically that any of them really switched it up super strongly, and maybe that's not what you're trying to do with a remix, but uh, they didn't. I didn't feel com- totally different, really, uh, when listening to any of the other remix in, in, remixes in particular. Mm-hmm. Not that I dislike them. And uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm just really struggling with worst because for the same reason. Like, <laughs> I didn't feel like I disliked any of them. Mm. So there wasn't, like, a real standout to me. And maybe that's just part of like for so usually i'll like go by genre Mm. and like there's not really a big genre change for me to be like what fucking this genre whatever ditch that (laughs) or whatever i don't know so i i I don't know i I don't know if i can give worst to any of them myself so they're all the worst they're all the worst equally the worst. what's the weirdest of the worst weirdest weirdest weirdest, uh, like weirdest most like most different for me for sure was dj quick version at least i don't know if i call it weird necessarily except for maybe that first rap verse there were some lines in there some weirdness from boogie yeah Yeah. that's who i'm gonna so i'm gonna throw that one too cool yeah all right. All right. So we got another segment today. Ooh. Oh. Oh my okay. goodness. Completely unprepared for okay. this. So I, yep. I don't even have. I had a name for this. Basically, it's just weird comments I found on YouTube videos. Wow. Okay. So this is. Um, I think this is from the DJ Quick version. I want to say either that or it's from the original. It might be from the actual music video. Maybe we can tell. So this this dude Eric Williams. He's got four comments. Okay. The first one says, "I think for music to progress, even me just wait a minute and give two tries." And then he says, some immediate gratification may not run deep. I love that saying deep in the shallow end of the pool. I think Erica, not sure. This is that. I love NYC, but we had it maybe a little longer than necessary. Sounds come and go, and some just stay. Is that two comments? That is four comments. Four, four comments? All the same man. I think he had four strokes. <laughs> Sounds come and go. Wait. Sounds come, and, sounds come and go, and some just stay, which yeah. could be an accurate review <laughs> of the song. I'll give that one a okay. pass. So he probably recovered by then. And, and then maybe that's connected because the, they're like four in a row, and I feel like they're disjointed. So maybe some come and go and some just stay is connected to, I think, for music to progress, even me just wait a minute and give two tries. So do we need to flip the lines <laughs> around? <laughs> yeah. Is di- is he even me? <laughs> is he speaking in kind of a meta way and flipping time around like in the oh song? Oh my god! Is this the most brilliant comment structure? <laughs> okay, you might be right here because I think what he's saying in the first one is that like he give two tries means like listen to it again and you'll hear. He's got to listen to it a couple of times before he knows if. 
Yeah. Before you can be Before deep in the shallow end. To, to, uh, maybe it's to progress on him. Like maybe he's warming up to the song. Yes. Okay, and some. That's how I read that one. Yeah. Okay. Some immediately gratification may not run deep. I love that saying "deep in the shallow end of the pool." <laughs> I, I think Erica. Not sure. This is that. Kate. Is there an Erica, or is that maybe a typo? Oh, because th- that's Cause maybe a typo because his name is Eric. Okay. Oh. Holy shit. So he's not sure about. So he's his, referring so to himself he in the like third songs person. Songs that give you immediate gratification because he thinks they may be the shallow. shallow. End of the pool. Well, Alex. Is so a what he's confused. saying is that, like, uh, for, the, for this music, for this song to grow on him, it's going to take a few tries. Yeah. But he actually enjoys that, as opposed to immediate gratification. So he's Perhaps, saying yeah. it, but he's it, not it sure. layered, yes. like there's more there. He hasn't I guess you can't maybe, um, know unless you listen to listen it a few to times. This enough times for him mm. to know if it's better than the There's definitely, uh, in this song, more there if you do listen okay, to it. Okay, and I don't know time. what the saying That's deep the in the I shallow end it. of pool is. Deep in the shallow end. It's like a juxtaposition. Of yeah, but I, would, I don't know what it means. I don't think he knew. <laughs> I mean, I think Eric not sure. I think Eric not sure. This is that. This is that. Alex okay. not sure. And that was either. last one. I love NYC, but we had it maybe a little longer than necessary. <laughs> is he saying that New York, the city, should have been destroyed? <laughs> is NYC also a typo? Uh, it's. If I it feel is, like it's, it's, it's all caps, it so I like. I feel mm. like it's very deliberate. Mm. Is he saying, like, the NYC music scene has gone on too long? Is he... Maybe they've had You're it You're giving long. this man way more attention than he deserves well, at this moment. I was honestly just going to dunk just on him, but then we, then we started solving mysteries. Now he's got a, a meta comment that's unstuck from time. Instead. Yeah, Eric, you're a fucking idiot. Learn to write. Yeah, Eric, stop doing drugs before you watch YouTube videos. Or... Or at least at before least you write the comments. Write the comments. Hit us up, Eric. Let us know what you think. In the comments. Hashtag Please <laughs> clarify. I'm <Alma>, cover me. <laughs> Hashtag this is that. <laughs> this is that. And if you have an interpretation of Eric's comments, uh, hit me up with it. I might post these on Twitter so you guys can look at them. Hashtag yeah, this is should, that. You should post those on Twitter. This is that. This is that. All right, and this is also that, which is the end of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Ruby, for joining us. Do you have anything you want to plug? Um, Yeah, I have an upcoming project, Glitter Ghost. We talked about that a little bit. You can find me on SoundCloud uh, under Glitter Ghost YYC. That's really it. Uh, You can find me on Instagram. That's Calgary, everyone. That's where we're from. I knew her as a Ruby, periods in between. I knew her as a Ruby, periods in between. Periods in between the words, the, that is. <laughs> yeah, periods in between the words. It's not a full Do you want people following you on Twitter at all? No, that's all. That's fine. All right. Alex, oh. got anything to plug? No, Alex just wants to say goodbye, everyone, but you still need to say stuff, so I'm going to save it for later. Oh, is that, is that, do we do that at the end of each episode? Oh, we also we usually end with a, you gotta like end a with shitty catchphrase. I don't know. You just got to call. call tell, tell, them to, tell them what they need to do. Oh, yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, rate and review us. Subscribe. Share us with your friends. Give us a review on iTunes. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. After this week, we might be on Spotify. So you have Ooh. no excuse not to listen to us. Um, yeah, and make your mom listen. I don't, I don't know. Weigh in on the conversation Weigh on in, Yeah. yeah Hit me up involved. on Twitter. I'm lonely. Ask us questions. I want to do like a question bag session, but we got no questions. We need fans first. Yeah, well, you know. Or at least listeners. We got seven listens this week, okay? Ooh. That's pretty good. Pretty decent. 
Nice. And we like we always say, you, you keep those covers warm. What? 